Welcome back, beautiful people of Community Christian Church. We're late because Matt couldn't stop talking. There's the bus and just yeah, you know. <laughs> just, that would be the one in the red shirt with his back to you guys. Yeah. The one with the tire track on his back. <laughs> right. <laughs> the bus tracks. No, that one too. Alright. Hi Roger. Hi Mary. You should be here, but I know why. why I hope you smart? feel better. Um any announcements? Uh, we have a work day in March, right? Work day in March? Check out March? <laughs> oh, wait When's Women's Crafts? Anyone remember? Um, on the 27th and the 30th. 13th and 27th. You did it backwards. Did they not set a craft day, but they were they set two women's study days? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, two women's study days. We have Bible study. Cool. And then the men's. And then the is women's and men's breakfast. And then yes. the 28th, we have council meeting. Yes. The 27th Whoa. is men's breakfast. Council yeah. meeting? Oh. Yeah. Women's what? Women's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even in the council. <laughs> yeah, but I have to sit there every time. Amen. <laughs> Consider it um, an honor to serve God or you didn't hear so me I, on Sunday. You were very helpful to Alec taking a notch for You didn't hear me on Sunday. You have to have joy with your faith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is joy? joy? Joy is something God gives joy you. Exactly. In the world. Oh. Oh. And his commands are not burdens. That's right. Take on his yoke. It yeah. is. It's part Light. of the fruits of the spirit. The, spirit. Mm-hmm. the grace that He gives us. Mm-hmm. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, kindness gentleness, and self-control. That sounds like me. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> if you have all those things, then bless you, man, because I do not. <laughs> all right, so patient, or do I always have self-control? I'm very patient compared to the way I used to be. I had zero. I tell you, Paul, I've gotten a lot better with drivers. I went from zero patients to hello and saluting them to like. I'm sorry, bro. Okay, sorry. I guess they must be in a hurry. Then I hear Jacob. They must be going to church, Father. And I sit there like. I'm still, I'm still dealing with that one a little bit. Me too. I'll stop and say, Lord, YouTube. My dad watches. Stop them before they hurt somebody. I usually try to say like, Lord. I mean, I usually get some of that are driving, they're driving, they're driving like really bad. I'll call the chief. You got these guys that are driving. Usually comes up right now. Bad. They're just all over the, they're all over the freeway. Coming people. And you see people listening. Other people are almost having that because you gotta just don't care. Yeah. I'll call the cops. Hey. You think that was bad? You and I'll get seen... close enough. I'll just I'm like, okay, let me catch up to him. You should have seen the one day. It was actually at Matt and uh, Cody's wedding. Um, the day of their wedding, oh, when yeah. he was here, there was two people flying at least going a hundred and something, just flying down the freeway. Yeah. Come to find out that. That uh, the cops were also chasing, <laughs> but it was it was uh, for an entire different reason. Somebody died. Yeah, someone died, someone shot somebody. Shot somebody and and him and then he ended up yeah taking his own life on the freeway. We, the freeway. Wow. we hired a, the taco people to come and they couldn't get here. 
because they live up there. And My mom who organized it couldn't get here. Couldn't get here. Wow. Yeah, but it was still good. We had a good time. Memo ran right away. Never even asked me for any money. I tried to give money, wouldn't take it. But he ran right away and got pizza for everybody. Went to like the five dollar place and bought a stack of pizzas and came back. Fuego pizza. Mm-hmm. That's prime place. <laughs> pizza Fuego. <laughs> What? Why did we? Where? I don't know. I've been no thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, there are certain questions that you should be asking, okay? That's one of them. No, right here. Right here. Oh, in the church? Yeah. Who are you? Memo. Memo? In the church? Imagine that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other announcements? No, that's it. I mean, we're good for the month of January. That's cool. It. Sweet. All right, then. Well, let's get started. We're going to be in Mark 6 today. Verse 7. I'll pray in, yeah? Cool. I'm going to sound a little off today because I have a different Bible. It's not NIV. It's NKJV or whatever it is. Yeah. King James yeah. Version. So it's going to be a little off. But it's still the same thing. Uh, same thing, different words. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. We, uh, we ask you uh, uh, that that you are here with us, Lord, and that uh, that you can forgive us for what we've done through the day, and and bless the bless the time we have, so that we can hear what you have in store for us, Lord, so we can dwell in your presence. We thank you for this new year that you've blessed us with, and uh, we ask for blessings upon uh, not only on this church, Lord, but in the community around us, Lord, that 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 they can. They can somehow see you in those blessings, Lord. So uh, bless the study in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, while we were praying, I thought of um, Angie. Has anybody heard from Angie? Last week she was going to be here, but then her job ended late. And so she just watched us online. Okay. I was just wondering about her. Almost. As long as somebody heard from her. Yeah, it should, she should she be going back to regular hours. She's, pretty soon. Yeah, okay. she says it's peak season right now. So. Okay. So after. Yeah, right. Well, she helps. People in their houses. Like, no, she watches the kids. I know that's one of them. She's like a caretaker for other people too. Um, oh, I, oh, I remember now. Her daughter's working many yeah, hours. Yeah, they work like because of the crazy holidays. hours because yeah, of the holidays. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So she watches the kids. I remember now. Dumb, dumb enough, I actually had that conversation with her. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's your fault, Jerry. Because I'm okay. saying about you. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Good score. <laughs> right, where are we? We're seven of chapter five, six. Six. Yes, we are. That's where we need to be. Anyone want to read those? And now these three remain: faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Amen. You guys remember why we go there? Because we always find faith, hope, and love throughout the whole Bible. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and also in the parables? To test what we read. Right. To make right. sure our mindset's right. Well, when we... While we're reading it. Remember Talon. Oh, this is Talon's first, this is Talon's first, uh, first Bible study with us, so we gotta, we got to explain why, right? Yeah, what for? What well, for? We just leave him in the dust. Throw him under the bus again? No, it's so that when we go through the... Because chapter 13 of Corinthians is a, is, a, is a chapter of action. You know, it's the love chapter. The love is an action. 
If you say that you love that person but don't do anything about it, well, what good is that, right? Just like our faith, same thing, right? If you don't act on your faith, it's dead, right? Love without action. And uh, so in what, what that ending part of uh, chapter 13 of Corinthians is ending in is uh, what we have now that we're with Christ. And, and we can take that, and since it's action, we can read the Gospels where Jesus teaches us how to, how to live our life and see those things that we now have in Christ. So it's a shortcut. So if we're struggling with whatever the parables read or uh, why Jesus do this or, uh, or why the disciples act this way, we can see it with a shortcut of faith, hope, and love. Amen. Shaka breath. Shaka breath. <laughs> you yeah, weren't listening. No, lost me. Shaka breath. All right. So we're going to be in verse 7. And we're going to read all the way to 13. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. So he called the 12 to himself and began to send them out two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. He commanded them to take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bag, no bread, no copper in their money belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. Also he said to them, in whatever place you enter a house, stay there until you depart from that place. And whoever will not receive you or hear you when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet as your testimony against them. Surely I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. So they went out and preached that, and preached that people should repent. And they should cast out many demons and anointed with, many, with oil many who were sick and healed them. Pretty cool, huh? Mm -hmm. Pretty sick. Yeah. That's what he calls us to do. Anyone yeah. got any questions so far on what, they, what we just read? What I love about the verse from um, Mark uh, 10 to, uh, to 11, right? I'm like, when, wherever you go, he says, stay in the same house until you leave town. But if any any place refuse to welcome you or listen to you, shake his dust from your feet as you leave to show that you have abandoned those people to their faith. In it that time, okay, is, I've been keeping this and applying it to my life. Luke 10, 5. Okay. Wherever you enter someone's home, first say, may God peace be on you. On this house, if those who live there are peaceful, the blessing will stand. If not, are not. If if they are not, the blessing will return to you. Is that kind of similar? Go to that. Yeah, kind of. It is because yeah, it right? it's no longer the twelve anymore. Mm -hmm. In Luke, it's referencing the seventy he sends out yeah. after the seventy-two or whatever it is. Yeah, so it's the same thing. It's just the. Uh, Doesn't mean like don't get frustrated. Uh, sometimes, so it depends on where you want to take it. I want to take it spiritually. Mm -hmm. um, where I see it spiritually is um, 
don't try and save everyone. The Lord is there to save those people. All you're doing is there to preach the good news. Ask them to repent, and if they fall alongside with you, then praise God. But if they don't, well, there's more seeds that will be cast in their life, you know, and they'll eventually God will work in their life at some point, and they'll make a choice. So don't get stuck trying to save this one person or these one group of friends or, you know, when the opportunity arises, it'll come. Yeah. And when it's not there, it's not there, you know? Because you already planted that one seed. Right. All you're doing is is, is going that route. Or, uh, you're, you're not getting stuck trying to – because what that will do is if you're stuck with them, that means you're not going to do any growth either. Yeah, no, you know, you want to grow. Right. We should always be growing, getting closer to God. And, and so that's where I want to take it spiritually, right. you know? I can also add to that too, though. Don't give up on them. You know, yeah. just be open to them. But yeah, don't. don't yeah, it's don't not. Spend a... all your time on because we tend to we tend to focus on one person, but yet Matt has that story. He's focused on these group of kids, and then hear the hear the old guy on the porch. Hey, what about me? You know. So, yeah. The kids didn't just, listen, but that old man was listening. Yeah, it it, it showed. It shows it seems like it's harsh, but it's really not. It's just to remind you not to get stuck. You know, just dust the feet off and keep going. You know, it, it's nothing It's nothing crazy. It's uh, it's very simple, like how the gospel's supposed to be. It yeah. actually plants a seed because the way it's written, it's to show them something. Yeah. Um, so it actually plants a seed. And I've told people this over and over again. You're right on target, uh, Jacob, because... I've told people repeatedly, uh, Memo got stuck for a long time with his family. And he's still praying and fighting for his family to come to know Christ, you know. But when you're doing that, the enemy has you right where he wants you because you're not doing anything you were called to do at that point. Right. You know, you think you are because you think you're doing it for the Lord, but the Lord hasn't called you to that. Uh, I learned that early on in my family, and I just kept going and sharing, never giving up on them, and most of them are saved today. Yeah. Even the ones that were the worst. You know, in other words, gave me the hardest time for being a Christian. Um, know the Lord today. And that's, that's even my little sister where I was at today, out there in Orange County, um, uh, she did nothing but talk trash. Nothing really mean to me, but about Christians, you know? And, um, but now she goes to church and she loves the Lord and she's, you know, it's just, I didn't, I wasn't even the one instrumental in winning her. You know, I planted seeds early on, but. Yeah, it's not about you saving the people. It's about them coming to Christ. Yeah, well, we can't save anyone. Right. Save anyone but, right. But, but it's your character. It's like you, you've been coming here every week telling stories, right, about your daughter your son your your brother now and his child and 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 if you would have just focused on them no matter what you would have you would have you would have got stuck you would have got stuck and you would have pushed your relationship further and further apart mm -hmm. but yeah it, it would have turned in for them not making the choice into it would have turned from like when when you when you walk 
and you dust the sand, the sandals off your feet. When you walk, you're not forcing your 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 lifestyle on anybody. If anything, people were just paying attention to your lifestyle. But when you get stuck, what happens is you tend to force your lifestyle onto them, making the choice for them instead of them making the choice themselves. And, and that is the beauty. Yeah. And that is the beauty that God had to do that because I was getting ready to get stuck. So God had it to had a little intervention. And, and yeah, with my son and everybody, right? And I had it to back. It hurt. I sure did. It hurt me. But now, then I did. I sit back. I started praying. Started reading. Doing my own little studies because I do. Like Orlando and I would do studies, and I start right away and start writing. And now look at for me allowing God yeah. for let for Him to do. And yeah. here reassured me because I, I go back again to Genesis 50, 20, 21. Okay. And he's telling me right there. Like in other words, trust, do not be afraid. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, do not be afraid. Trust, share the good news. Yeah. I will take care of you and your children. Mm -hmm. That was my com that was my confirmation yeah. a couple <coughs> weeks ago. Yeah. That's so, the beauty of and it. And that's the beauty that yeah. God, that's the beauty. And I could see his hand and I'm like, oh my God. I'm it, like, oh my God, like Lord, you know, you allow it. Yeah. yeah. The same story in Matthew tells us that we cause ourselves hardship when we push too hard. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That's yeah, well, one of the reasons he tells us not to do it because mm -hmm. then you're going to end up mm -hmm. being persecuted. Right. And, and, and like if you just like walk the idea out, you know what I mean? Like if you just if you take every scenario and walk it out, the beauty of like seeing it the way that we're supposed to see it, at least that's what the scripture's showing me, right? Because um, some people will take this and bend it. They'll bend it hard too, like a straight out. You never talk to those people again. You know what I mean? Like, whoa, whoa, where'd you get that from? You know? Shake it completely off your feet. But like, um, the beauty of it is, is like. They might not accept you at first, but when they're ready, you you have open arms for them. Yeah. You know, and then then the 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 love just keeps going and going and going. It's just never it's never ending at that point. And that's when people recognize they see you, the change, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're loving you. They come to you with love. Yeah. You know, yeah. your surroundings. I had a coworker that told me. Don't send me those meditations anymore. <laughs> and so I stopped. But then she went to church one day and she she came back all excited and came in and told Fire. me about it. Um, so I mean, you just you just don't know and you just we're not Jesus didn't force himself on anybody. Yeah. He's loving and, and God doesn't do that. He wants it's our free will and, and he wants us to freely make that choice. Because when we do choose that, we it's worth showing we love him, you know, by making that choice and by choosing. And that's what he wants. He don't want you to be forced. He don't want to drag you to heaven. He only wants those who want to be there. Yeah, those who are willing. Also, you know the most important thing of this whole passage to me? Uh, you guys kind of read over it, but... Um, or past it, I might say. I mean, you're going to go into We were answering a question. That's why. Right. Well, then go ahead. Then go ahead. That's good. Get it up. Um, I don't remember where I was. <laughs> you know the most the important passage. part about the passage. It says, Then Jesus went out, or Jesus went around teaching from village to village, calling the twelve to him. He sent them out 
he sent them out. Yeah. And that's the most important part yeah. of the whole thing yeah. to me. We don't want to get ahead of him. We don't want to do something we're not asked to do or called to do. And I don't know why people know where I'm at. It happens every What's time. What's your daddy? Here. Answer that. <laughs> so, um, you know, I learned a long time ago. I remember that story. I keep telling you the same story, but because um, it's the one that speaks to me the most. Is Peter and John going to the temple? Remember? Sure. Mm-hmm. And the guy was sitting there for 28 years, 48 years, or some yeah. crazy amount of time. And their custom was to go three times a day to the temple and pray. Right. So they passed that guy three times a day for years. And it was that day because God told them. Right. You understand? He empowered them that day. God empowered them. He gave them what they needed to go out. And that's what's important to me is that we don't ever want to get ahead of him. But prayer changes things. Like you said, you've been praying. Mm-hmm. Prayer changes things. Prayer prayer, and listening. Yeah, because yeah, God will empower you to say and do things. It's like he said, you said it a minute ago, Paul, in so many ways about even the check engine light of your car. Yeah. Right? He wants us to find places like that when we're out. Right. And then he doesn't want us to leave that place. He wants people to come to that place. Yeah. Right? He wants us to leave our peace there because we felt his peace there. Amen? If we don't feel it, we take our peace. When we leave, we dust our sandals. We plant a seed. Because that, that's a seed of not our conviction, but the Holy Spirit's conviction. Right. Them. That they're, they know they're mistreating us because of him. The Holy Spirit's touching their heart. We don't have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I forget what I was telling you. Did that make sense to you? Yes. Okay, He's good. Yeah, you usually yeah. make sense. You always question yourself, but, but you usually make sense. Don't usually hear myself. He said sent out two. Are you asking the question? Or are you going to share with us? Or? Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought you were going to share it with us. So. <laughs> because, it, because Pastor Red, it's, you know, then I kept giving them authority to cast out evil spirits, but in twos. Why twos? So the way I always saw it was what happens if it's just by yourself, right? No one's keeping you accountable. Yeah. You're sitting there. You can go out, and if you get angry, oh, it was just me who knew. I I only knew that I got angry, and I didn't shake my dust off, or you forget, or m- multiple things can happen. Many, many reasons. But if you're with a second person, that second person can help keep you accountable. Iron sharpening iron. It says, uh, I can't remember exactly what it says, but not easily broken. exactly. Right. But where two or more gathered in my name, I in my name. have everything in common. Uh-huh. Genesis, he said, it's, good, it's not good that man should be alone. We're meant to be with someone. We're meant to be with someone. We really are. And so even even going out, we're meant to be with I don't think it's, during it's this even time, better than that. when they came out, From came back. When we go out together, uh, especially door to door, you guys have experienced it. Yeah. You're empowered because you have people with you, like another, yeah. another brother. You have that strength. Yeah. You know, a good example of that is is um, I was sharing it with you the other day in Acts uh, when when Peter stood up in the second chapter, or towards the end of the first chapter, or second chapter, and he addressed the crowd. Remember that the Bible says the eleven stood with him. Oh yeah, right behind him and 
in a line they were standing. He stood into a number of 120 or something like that, right? Yeah. No, he was. He. The Bible says that they were in the upper room. Every believer under heaven was there, numbering about 120. Yeah. But he didn't stand up because of them. They were all. They all received the Holy Spirit. Were speaking in tongues and prophesying, and the people in the street heard it. And there was people from all over the known world at the time. And all the Jews and, and people came to the to the city to celebrate the the uh, Passover, mm-hmm. and so they were all there. The Bible says there every language under heaven was there, so a bunch of different languages. And when Peter stood up, they all heard it in their own in their own language. And so when at first they were listening to them pro- prophesying and stuff, they're like, "These people must be drunk." Mm-hmm. And Peter stood up and said, "No, we're not drunk." And he gave us the best sermon, you know, on what really was going on leading up to it and um why am i telling you this story twos. Two, by two. two by twos yeah mm-hmm. but that's the most powerful thing to me it means the world to me when i think about this mm-hmm. peter stood up and the bible doesn't explain it but it said the 11 stood with him yeah there was a wall of saints right there yeah. in prayer and three thousand people that day came to know christ that very day dang you remember that number yeah. confidence where else did you see that number and he said, they said, here's what they said. You guys the, the word has cut through our hearts. Like, what or must we do to be saved? People came to that day. Repent and be baptized. And the law was given. 3,000 yeah. people died that day. Many oh. people before oh. Jesus would be yeah. right. Like, when he was like... Yeah. Well, maybe, but a lot of them didn't. They came from all over the known world at the time. But there were only, before, there were only 120 like through his sermons, there were like thousands of people. Yeah. How many people? Believe? How many people here now? Yeah, a lot of them didn't. And Jesus even knew it. He even told them, You're only here to fill your bellies. In other words, you didn't hear me. Mm-hmm. When he fed the 5,000, they showed up, like, I think the next day when he was coming across the boat. They were looking they for him. They followed him. They followed him. When he got to land, he stepped off the boat and he told them, You're only here because you got your bellies full. You know, instead of your hearts filled with the. So not not that they didn't. It doesn't matter. Here's the thing. We've been talking about it all night. Okay, seeds were being planted. Yeah, those seeds grow in circumstances in life, experiences with God and other Christians, and different times and places in our life. Cause those seeds to grow, and as they grow, the Holy Spirit's working in our heart. As He's working in our heart, our heart changes. Before you know it, bam. So every one of those things means something. Even the flip flop of that, and it might even be what she's saying. Being empowered, um, you you see the flip flop of it. When you talk to a group of people about Christ, in a group, they will rebuke you, they will mock you, they will because they there's they're, they're empowered in the world, and they and they and they kind of gang up on you. But when you get a person one on one, everyone has a, everyone knows they have a need. Everyone wants to be loved. And, and when you get a person one-on-one and start telling them how much Jesus loves them, you get a whole different reaction out of the same person yeah. than you will. And it's the same way with us. If we go out in twos, yeah, we're empowered. We're empowered because we have the same Spirit, the same Holy Spirit, and the Spirit empowers us. It's yeah. just, it's, you know, part of it's just our natural human instinct. You know, you're going to go with the crowd. You're going to... but. Um, but there's power when you're together. So when you when they say here to cast out evil spirit, is that something to wake them up to sleepers? 
They wake up the sleepers. Well, so, because they're they're in darkness. Well, when you say cast out, when you say authority to cast out evil spirits, so I'm. Well, what are evil spirits? Demons. The demons, but it could be norm. It could be different, right? No, you know what? You know what? To a point, because because you can be possessed, uh-huh. right? But you can also be tormented. Yeah. And I've I've been in many situations where I could see people are just like they were trying to torment Paul this week because he's sitting over there telling me things he's going through. But he but he seek the Lord. You can't if you have Christ in you, you can't be possessed by an evil spirit because only one master's in that house. Right. But trust me, they're but trust me, they're all around us because we all screw up. Right. So but so you could be right to a point, but it's people always take it so literal that. That um, that it is literal that there was people that were probably demon possessed and they drove those demons out. But they, here again, you have to go back to what I told you when I first made the comment. Christ has to give you that and empower you that. You know, when the seventy-two came back, they came back all excited because they thought they did something. They forgot they were sent out and were empowered to do it, and they came back thinking they were something. And Jesus told them. Hey, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Okay? Because pride was coming into them. Yep. Because of what they accomplished, they didn't accomplish it. Christ empowered them to do it. Right. He incom- he accomplishes it through us. We don't accomplish it. We can't accomplish it. We can't even save anybody. We can't save anybody. Right? Only Christ can save them. That's what that's what makes this so intense for me because um, we go we go in our faith. And we share what we know and what he's done in our lives with the hope that somebody else will receive him so they can have what we have. But other than that, we have no power. The power is only the word of God lived out in us. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy, but I don't have the power to make you change. There's nobody sitting at this table because I made them come here and change. It's not possible. If I tried that, they'd all leave. Amen. Oh. <laughs> why do you think? Why do you think Jesus talks in parables? Don't stay here by myself. Why do you think Jesus talks in parables and says that not everybody's going to understand them? Because only those that are listening that want it, that, yeah. that want something different, that only see that something see. different. Only those that seek Him mm-hmm. and eyes to see. I give eyes to see, but they do not see. Ears to hear, but they do not hear. Minds to conceive, but they do not. Conceive. Understand. Understand. Thank you. Everybody. They may be ever understanding, but never perceiving, or something. Unless, unless they seek him. Unless they seek him, or, or what, is, what does it say? It says, "Please say it." Otherwise, they would turn, turn, and be saved, and, and be saved, them, and, and heal them, and heal their lands. Okay. And when he says lands, he's talking about your whole families, everything. You do it right. If you do, if you right. truly, you know what's funny, you guys. This is the last thing I'm going to say because I keep interrupting. But here's it is right here. Ready? <laughs> okay. Nine times out of ten, we don't even have to pray. If we were living and being obedient to Christ, yeah. all the changes would be taking place already. Yeah. All the things would be happening. Yeah. Right? But we're praying about things we caused. <laughs> yeah. We're praying about things we want that he doesn't even want for us. I learned something yeah. that we should be nah. praying. Saying, Lord, I give up doing that. You know, ah. Lord, let me continue, for, for, give yeah. me the strength or Amen. me to go out to, to share the good news. Lord, tell me what you want me to do oh. so I can serve you. Not fix, 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 fix. I learned that. I learned that. Yeah. If I'm reading, I learned that. No. 
pray what God wants you to do. Yeah. What I'm here for, Lord. And wait on hearing Him. Hearing That's him. when yes. miracles happen yeah. when things Amen. take place. In yeah. um, saying that, I just heard you confess it. Set aside the 27th because we're going to go in the neighborhood. <laughs> After Bible study. Two things on, on that day and then we'll get back to it, okay? One, come with a friend. Okay, you're welcome here at any time, but don't come without the friend. Come with a friend. And two, we're going to hit the neighborhood after we Bible study. 27. Okay. Jesus said you're praying for a Chevy, but I got a Ford for you. <laughs> Jesus said he said. And you know what happened? He's like, don't test me. My friend had you would get that Jesus to work for <laughs> <laughs> you know, Fort Denver, right? Make sure repair daily. No, first on race day. Any other questions about this section? So then, what, out of the three things that we read in Corinthians, they make them pretty trucks nowadays. Yeah. Out of uh, out of the three things that we, see, what do you guys see? Faith. Where do you see faith at? Um, in them going out together and preaching because they need. Hope. Okay. Yeah, hope that people listen to them for that journey. There you go. That's what I was gonna point out. Yeah. That one is very important. That's what I wanted to. I wanted to make sure so we went over that. Taking nothing with them. That's what I was gonna. Yeah. Very important. No provisions. Trusting him. Mm -hmm. yeah. And mind you, think about it. We're talking about just walking the neighborhood like that. Yeah. These people walked into cities from city yeah. to city in places. It's crazy. Have, have Miles between so they're hungry before they hit the I'm next. Bring it. You know, because like, uh, so the disciple went out telling everyone to meet, to repent of their sins and turn to God, and they cast out many demons and healed many sick, anoint them with olive oil. Anoint. Anoint. It says. Anoint them with olive oil. With oil. With oil. Oil is like you know when we read the Old Testament. Yes. And we we have all these ritual things you mm -hmm. have to do and this and that and the other thing. When you anoint somebody with oil, it's like anointing them with the Holy Spirit. Oil is a representation of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I told my mom one night, and this is a cool story. She um, she even came and told it at church. But I went to her house, and she said, "I don't need a son right now. I need a pastor." I go, "Oh, okay, mom." She goes, "I need you to pray with me. Did you bring any oil?" And I said, "No, mom. I didn't bring any oil." But I explained to her that the Holy Spirit is the oil. Amen. And so I prayed with her, and I prayed the Holy Spirit over her, and, and we prayed about what she wanted to pray about. She's real sick. And uh, that night, what happened, Jordan? You remember that story? I do remember that story. Tell that, night, that night, she said that night she woke up and a man was in her room. She and the man walked up to her and anointed her head with oil, and then left. Wow! Mm -hmm. And so then that she like, said she felt better after yeah. that week. And that was like, whoa, like, whoa. Like everything I ever believed in just came through. Because yeah. in the oils, it's in the Leviticus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the oil, uh, the, the uh, 12 virgins? Was it 12 or 10? 12 virgins? Uh, 12. Thank you. I'm supposed to be the pastor here, okay? Don't try to take my role. <laughs> 12 virgins, right? Six of them didn't have any oil, and six did. Right? And they said, they said, give us some of your oil. And they're like, we can't give you our oil. You go go buy it. Because they were buying into the world all along. Otherwise, they would have had their oil, their lamps full. The the, uh, the oil was the Holy Spirit. Yep. Hmm? The relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So, it, it, so 
Oh, it was ten. You were wrong. <laughs> she tried to play the pastor over here. <laughs> no, I just was trying to remember what story so was it was referencing. It was present Kate. It represents God, but that was like in the tradition. No, I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's ten. Just like slaughtering lambs and stuff. Like Jesus is the one. That, it, that, those things never. Um, for, they, they were never forgiven. They never cleansed them. But it was a ritual they did to try to be clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw it in church when I was a little kid. You know, people go repent and then the next day go do whatever they want. And just on Sundays they were there. Sounds about right. You know, talking to the priest or something, confessing their sin. And then the, the right back out doing it again, you know. And we're kind of the same way. The only beautiful thing is that we have Christ that covers our sins. And it's for real. You know, but it's... it's it's sad. You need to Matthew stop doing that. I need to stop doing that. The story's in Matthew 25. What is the story? Of the oil. Of the oil. It's it is 10, 10 versions. It's 10 versions, yeah. It's 10. We double check. close, though. <laughs> I knew it was 10, but somebody tried to persuade me. <laughs> and you listened. I did. I did not listen. <laughs> now you know the story of Adam and Eve. You know what she did? She put it in a sandwich and tried to give it to you. Here, eat this, Adam. Who's the woman you gave me? That was awesome. (laughs) Anyways, there's so much there, but we just need to go in the spirit of the Lord. And be prayed up. Like you guys, when you come, before they come on the 27th, be prayed up. God will send us to the right. How many times do we go to the right house and we stay oh, there? Yeah. And then we even have Bible studies there. We stay yeah. there for a year doing Bible studies on Thursday nights. Or You know what I mean? It's like. Things it's just, change. Yeah. Their family starts changing and starts coming. and mm-hmm. Just pray, 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 pray. Because yeah, God will open doors. Yeah. Many times, just complete strangers we've never met before end up crying and praying. Mm-hmm. You know, the first they come to the we come to the door and they're hard. You know, what are you doing here? You know, what are you doing? Get out of here or whatever. But you sure we're here? Well, you know. They say we know. They're crying. crying. You just never know. Everyone wants to be loved, and when you let people know that. You don't want, we don't want anything from you. We don't need anything from you. We're not asking for money. We're not asking for anything. We're out there for you to share. We found the good stuff. We just want to share. Amen. We found the cookie jar. Hmm. We're just yeah. passing out. You found a cookie jar with all the gold in it, right? Yeah. That's what Greg Glory says. I just uh, one beggar. Uh, so another to beggar. Another beggar where the food is. Sounds like another parable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the treasure in the field. Yeah. Exactly. Sold everything just I to... love... That's my favorite one. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, it really is. Out of all we the sold jobs. everything. Have you heard that one? The treasure in the field? No. Oh, it's so beautiful. This should guy, we go there? He found yeah, this treasure. Yeah, you should so. probably just read it, but... This guy found a treasure in a field, right? So he went and he sold everything he owned to purchase that field. Okay. <laughs> I, I love how you just stopped in the it, middle. So it'll sound better. Hi, <laughs> Joe. We love this. How can it sound better than that? Well, because you like stopped halfway through. Like the way you built it up, you just the field is the world. The treasure is Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And we have to sell everything we own to go and follow Him. Dang, you're not gonna even let Him think. Beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. And there's another one, a pearl. 
We're looking for the field first. Ananias and That's the parable of the weeds. Yeah. Or right around it. Did you know that? Or I got whacked. Or lying. Yeah. They were so they sold some property, but the whole time they said we're gonna sell this property and give it to the ministry. Yeah. If I had had my Bible, I would know where it's at. Parable of the and they don't feel whacked, but I think it's a treasure to show us something that's gonna be written, right? It might be in Mark. But everybody was, everybody wasn't in there. They were selling properties and things. Mm-hmm. Like, they might be. Because the church was growing and mm-hmm. people were hurting and, and suffering and stuff. Because this one went They did. Actually, they some. 13. So they brought it in to Peter and they said, hey, Peter, here's what you got. No, that's that's the and the pearl. The man came. Yeah, that's why both of them are the same. Both of them. I didn't read the whole thing. Matthew thirteen forty. So the guys were dragging him back to bury him in his wife. Parables in one. Matthew what? Thirteen forty four. It's literally three verses. And she dropped. The people who just carried your husband. What a bomb! Jesus, dude, I've been like, I've just been. Deal with it. That's an act, yeah. Where were you going to tell me? Matthew 13. Matthew 13, 44. 44 and 45. And 46. And 46. Just kidding. And just keep adding verses. Well, I mean, it does keep going down to the other 10 There's one where the ark went to tip, and the guy touched it, and he died. Yeah, I did. And the reason is because it wasn't a Levi. Only Levi's who touched the ark. Carry yeah, that's the parable that? of the net. What did the Levites do? They were priests. And what did you have to do to become a priest? Oh, Matthew 13, 44. You don't know? It's all, it's you all had to be born into it. No, they, they prep themselves and carry themselves in such a way that they can dwell in the presence of the Lord. Yeah, that's true. But you were still born into it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. that like a is it by blood or is it by faith? It was by blood back then. By faith today. No, with that, the Levi's a little bit of pride maybe? Huh? A what was little it? bit pride? Pride? No. Oh, that's the pro one. No, 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 no. You got to see what the Levites did. It's about what the Levites did. Oh, okay. It's not about, like, it's not about the... No, this is the the tribe the Levite tribe were like they just became the tribe of priests. And what you would have to do to be a priest is you would have to wear certain things. You'd have to do these sacrifices. You'd have to carry the burdens and all that kind of like whatever the whole like first ten chapters of Leviticus is. They 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 they, they had to do all these things so they could be in the presence, presence of, the of the Lord. That's all it was about, yeah, so they could be in the presence. So when they touched the tabernacle, because what's the tabernacle? They would take it into battle with them, right? Oh, the covenant. <laughs> right? And if a man who just touched it, who's pure, who's not pure, touches it, so who's pure, then they would die, right? Because they didn't, they weren't able That's to right. be eaten. Because if you were to see God, you would die. Aaron's son, right? one of his son died, and I believe was his wife too. Aaron. Aaron's son? Aaron's Both wife. his sons died, didn't Five, they? I think so, yeah. But I think, I think that was because of uh, 
they the wicked actions they were doing. Yeah, something about that. I don't know. I, no, it's or is that a different one? No. It's Leviticus like ten or eleven. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's read the parable. It's forty-four. 45, right? Did we read that yet? Not yet. We're having our own study over here. Yeah. <laughs> Samuel's kids, not Samuel's, uh, Eli's kids. Eli's. Oh, that's Eli's yeah, kids. Yeah, that is Eli's kids. Both, both of his kids, by the way. Both his kids, and then he ended up dying. Over there. I don't like that. <laughs> right. Where are we at? Matthew, Matthew 13, 44. You there? You want me to read it? Oh, yeah, go for it. Oh, all right, all right. You guys want to go through that. Okay. It's only two or three verses. The kingdom of heaven is like treasures hidden in a field. It's like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he had it, he hid it, he hid it again. Well, you love that part too? Well, <laughs> he hid it. Where do you hide it? In his heart. In his heart. He hid it. Again. 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 You got the wrong glasses on? Yeah, I do. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, I, Matthew, I have to refer. I have to be like this far away to see it. Okay, and again, and, and then uh, in his joy, this is what I was sharing with her a minute ago, uh, went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had to buy and bought it. Amen. Amen. And it goes on. Yeah. That's the gift that God gives us. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like he's talking about what it's the kingdom of heaven, you guys, is not a place. Remember I tell you keep telling you guys that it's not a here or there or this or that. State of being. The kingdom of heaven, Jesus said, is within us. Amen. Okay? You get it? Yes. So when he says the kingdom of heaven is like, <clears throat> he's talking about a man who, who heard the word, amen, and and he, it was implanted in his heart. He took it in with joy. He hid it with joy in his heart, amen. And and that same joy, he got rid of his old life to to receive this new life and follow him. But the new life is him. That's the thing. It's so simple. We just look at it. Your new life is Christ. The Bible says when, when him, talking about Christ, your life comes. So your life is his. Mm -hmm. You know? Right? He he purchased us, and it cost him everything <coughs> to do it. That's what the Bible says. So he, so he who is your life when he comes is what it says. You get it? So your life, it, your life now, okay, let's just make it literal. Everything outside of Christ is death. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're a Christian or not. Mm -hmm. It's death. So the life he's talking about is, is something that's eternal. And it can only be Christ. It's only found in Christ. And that's why he, mm -hmm. he hides it in a field. And... Is that too heavy? No. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. It's just right. Not heavy. Yeah. heavy on me. Well, it's because you were speaking it and it was convicting you. Moses over there. Well, it is. You know, I agree with you because you know when I'm reading the word, those are my treasure. That right, I I start crying. And I cannot stop crying. Yeah. And I don't know where all this comes from. And I just cry. Yeah. So it has to, it's, you're right. And I feel at that moment, like, mm -hmm. 
Like what's going on, Lord? But I know it's His grace that He's talking to me through the Spirit. But it's a it's it's a cry like a little girl, and I just wipe my tears. Yeah, I used to tell people those nuggets are I'd give I'd give away a winning lottery ticket to have that time with God. Mm -hmm. Those those are gold nuggets. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. You, those are eternal things that you will never forget, and they will carry you all the way till then. Yeah, yeah. They they help you fight the good fight yeah. of faith. It's like yeah. they those oh, are yeah. the good fight of faith like weapons. And those are your the pearls. <clears throat> yep. And I wipe my tears. The only and you know what's beautiful about both, both those stories, you can only truly achieve it and if Christ. you give away everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not talking about giving away your wealth or this no, and that. Yeah. It's talking about giving life. your old life away. Letting go, surrender. Letting go, yeah. When you surrender your... If you can give away your old life, you'll have a life. Yeah. Well, how does the scripture really tell he you? He who loses his life for my sake shall find it. That's right. And he who what doesn't is what will lose it. Yeah. He who tries to save his save life, his life even, will lose even it. Even that which he thinks he has. Yeah. So it's funny. He doesn't he even have it. It adds him. It yeah. controls you. Even even he, what he thinks he has will be taken from him. That's some crazy stuff. I'm the one you know, watching that 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 uh, his only son. Mm -hmm. Oh, that just came out, huh? Yeah. Oh, I was watching it again the other night, and I was just like, I gotta oh, watch that. I, I just, in my in my mind, I was all the thing like. God, don't you ever ask me to do that? Watch it. I was like, wow, like wow, man. It's like just to have that thought. I gotta kill my own son. Like. Wow. Lord, yeah, please don't ever, don't ever put me in that position. Yeah, but remember what we talked about on Sunday, yeah. how that was possible. Like, yeah, I know. And it goes back to what we started this whole thing with, is that you have to hear God. Dang, I can't wait to preach You can't just do it. You have to hear it. You have to hear it, yeah. It's so bomb, dude. But don't get ahead of me. Part of his message. Where I've left off on my message, and like two more messages, will be at the story of Abraham. I can't wait for that one. That one's one of my favorites. We're all going to act on faith on that one beautiful question you 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 learn to know the difference um because you read your word mm -hmm. because god can't go against his word mm -hmm. you remember satan tempting him in the desert in the fourth chapter of john is that the third chapter or fourth, fourth chapter right fourth. fourth chapter of john right um the devil used god's word to try to trap him but because because Jesus knew God, he couldn't be trapped. You get it? So so if you know God, like we're supposed to be having a relationship with him every day, then we can't be fooled. Do you know how many people? Okay, this is just for you because I think most people here already heard it, okay? But I was teaching Sunday school, and I couldn't get people to bring their Bibles. They just wouldn't do it. And it was in, it was in Fontana, a little church in Fontana. I had about 20 people in my class, and they would not bring their Bibles, maybe one or two. And then the one or two were seasoned Christians, and they just wanted to talk to each other, you know? And so uh, I had this idea. So Sunday rolled around, and I taught on Matthew 29. And I taught the whole half hour on Matthew 29. And nobody questioned me at all. Okay? Okay, Matthew only has 28 chapters. That's how easy people can be fooled. After that, they all brought their Bibles in. And then we started to grow. But at first, it was a long time, they just wouldn't bring their Bibles. So I made up this story in Matthew 29. And after that, they brought their Bibles. Not one person, not even the seasoned Christians, questioned me. 
That's a true story. I want to write a book called Matthew 29 now, filling all the gaps. <laughs> so you were like testing? Yeah, they, testing. they wouldn't bring their Bibles. And I kept trying to tell them that they'll fall for anything. If you don't know, and I, not just your word, you have to know who wrote the word. Right. You have to have them in your heart. You have to be in a relationship with them. You have to submit yourself to him, wait on him, listen for him, and then do what he says to watch your whole life change. And then it, when the life when the life change takes place, you're actually coming into life, which means you know him now. Right? One of the writers, I think it's um, uh, uh, Paul in the, in the New Testament, says it's, it's better to be known by God rather than know God. Because when you're known by God, it's a relationship. It's like a back and forth. You get it? So when you when that life starts to form in you, it's his life in you. Then when you hear something that isn't him, isn't who he is, you can't be fooled by it. But how many of us, before we came to really be in a relationship with him, how many of us were fooled? Right? Even in the world. Look at all the things we did before we knew him. Look at all the things we allowed and all the things we talked about. Even in the church. Oof. I can't stand the church sometimes. I can't. Not this church, praise God, because you guys all know me or you just be quiet around here. He's only right? saying that because we're in front of him. <laughs> but I was in a church where, where, um, where I was a, a Sunday school director. And so I had these teachers and stuff. So I went with some of them outside the church places. Once we got away from other people, they started acting like the world. And I mean nasty like the world. I finally told them, I, I, I kept telling them, please stop, you know. But they thought that I was like that when I was in the world too. You know what I mean? Just like everybody else. But I, they took me in a place, and I'm not talking about where we went, but with them, I didn't want to be. And we were far we were far ways off, and I told them, stop the truck, I'm getting out. And they were laughing like, yeah, you're going to get out and walk home. I go, yeah, stop the truck. And that's finally when they stopped. But it was like, I'm, I've been in ministry with these people. I would have never thought, right? I would have never thought outside the church they were different. Never. But it happens. And, and, and they were fooled as far as I'm concerned. And the Bible says that we'll, we'll fool ourselves and we'll fool others. So because we're, because we're being disobedient, we fool ourselves. And then if we're the ones teaching, we fool other people. You'll fall for anything. If you don't know him yourself, you'll fall. <coughs> it's a fact. And you said in the beginning what encourages me to get up and read is, and I love it, I, I wrote it down somewhere too. Jai, how, I can't pronounce it. Jai. Jaira. 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 I am Jehovah Jireh. 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 Yeah. You're talking to me because you, I, you said I am, and I just start reading. This one will get you, but you have to ask Memo because I don't remember the word. But there's a Hebrew word that means when you when you take in breath. Oh, that's the Facebook one. Is that Yahweh? 
Yeah, that's Yahweh. Because right? yeah. the way you, you know spell it, it is. Do you know what it means? Just to take in your breath, the very breath of life you have, it means it, you're saying his name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you breathing is saying his name. That's that's life. Yeah. That's, that's what people say. Mm -hmm. Say mm -hmm. Anyways. <laughs> that was like an 80s Save commercial. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, isn't that funny? So every time you breathe, you're you're confessing him. Every single person in the world. Every single person in the world. Every animal. Every bird. Every every every. What do you think? Mary Jane said, "Welcome, Talma." Mary Jane said, "Welcome." It's good to be here. Is it for real? Yes. Because these people talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately we do. <laughs> but but you, like you always say, it's simple. It is. The Bible is simple. If it gets complicated, you go, oh, I need to stop, and you stop. go backwards. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's simple. So if, it's, if you're making it complicated, then mm -hmm. God made it easy. Yeah. yeah. You know, otherwise we'd be we'd be working hard to get into heaven, but he made it easy, so whatever the word is, is saying, it's simple. Just apply it. Just seriously know it. You know, know, know him, because know spend time. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you will be oh, fooled. You will. I've been in places. Memo was in a church in San Bernardino. I'm sorry, L.A. And he had to go up afterwards and rebuke the pastor. And it wasn't even his church. Didn't know anybody there. Nothing. It's just like, dude. You know, I've been with him at the courthouse where he gets, gets the guy down off the little carton because he's up there telling everybody they're sinners and dying and going to hell, saying all this crazy oh, stuff, and he had to you know, get him down off of there and be like, look, dude, this is not what God's Word says. <laughs> <laughs> how many people are out there doing that, burning down uh, these clinics in different places? And oh, I heard about that. that. <laughs> you know, and and <clears throat> there's been more deaths. Let me put it to you this way. There's been more killings uh, by the name of God than any word that's ever been found. Yeah. That's a fact. There's one going on right now. Yep. Hamas. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's still going on. Mm -hmm. Hamas you know sad and that Gaza. Is somebody being wars of wars and both sides? Now there's two wars. Ukraine. Yeah. Bunches of people. In Russia, right? And then one that's been going on since the beginning of time. over land and territory. But, no, but it's already good. Russia already won that one. That one. Yeah, you can look at the land game and stuff like that. And there was a major earthquake in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Is that what caused those waves here? The snow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're struggling with that one. They've been having an earthquake. They've had over 200 earthquakes. I know. Don't get me talking about politics. You know what I mean? If you start talking about politics, it'll be until the end of the night. My hair's a little frizzy today, Leah. I could care less. Leah was here. It wouldn't be frizzy. Get him one day. Oh, right here. No, no, no. All right. We're going to read the net, too. Oh, that's a good one. The death of John the Baptist. Oh, I just read that. Oh. Did oh. you? Oh. Where were you at? We're going to read the net, the next verse. I like that one. In, in Matthew? You yeah. read it, Paul. Oh, Matthew was in Matthew? Oh, you're going to do in the, in the net? Yeah. Oh, the one, net. 
One time. So we're at Matthew 13, now at 47. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then, then they sat down and they collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has been instructed about the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out all of his, uh, out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. It's um, it's also like the 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 um, the parable of the uh, the shepherd sorting out the the sheep from the goats. Um, some some try to enter through the window, but only those who go come through the gate, which is Jesus through the shepherd. Only those who come through the shepherd. Hopping the band. Come in, yeah. See, you you think you can come in with head knowledge and. And oh, I know the Bible and this and that. Unless you know, unless you know the author, unless you have a relationship with the author, that's the only way you. That's yeah. wisdom. You just deceive yourself yep. and you deceive others. Yeah, yeah. And you know, um, Jesus said, Jesus said it in John. They were with us, but they, but they weren't among us. They were among us, but they weren't with First us. John. Because if they if they have been with us, they wouldn't have left. They never left us. People come into the church and they feel the presence of God because the Holy Spirit's presence is here, and they're around they're around believers with the presence, and so they take that and run with it. But there's more because they're not they haven't received it. They're that's, just experiencing it. That's what I was talking to you about the other day. That's what we prayed the other night. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't you don't want to have one without the other. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll fall away eventually too. And, and um, um, Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews says exactly what Paul said. I forget what chapter it's in, but he says that um, they experience the Holy Spirit, but they still walk away. And, yeah, and they're worse off than they were before and stuff like that. It's, they never accepted Christ. Mm-hmm. They came into a family of believers who loved them and showed them who God was, but they never surrendered their heart. It's just. And James says to our course, says, you know what, you believe there's one God, good, so do the devil, so do so the, the demons, demons and shudder. Mm-hmm. They believe, they believe stronger than we believe. But they know, they know, they know who he is. But yet, there's not a they do. They know without doubt. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. In our, that, human, that, in no our doubt. humanness, we there's know, no doubt they know in without doubt, yeah. We need to, we need to learn to know without doubt. That's what I'm talking about. The relationship part. They even they even bow down before him. So you only have by being obedient. They drop. They fall to the ground. Say it again. I'm sorry. Fall they, to the they even bow down before him. They, they oh, yeah. acknowledge his authority. They know. They know. I talked about that Sunday, and I don't know if you guys got it or yeah. not. But you have that authority in him in the heavenly realm. But it's what we're talking about. When you're obedient, you know the truth, and you're walking in it. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody said that earlier here. I can't remember who it was. But that that that's how, that's when the power of God is working. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's working. the power we're reading about that He bestowed on. Them. Yeah, it's God's power to show that 
it's not to show who these disciples were. It's to show who God is, who Jesus is. Here, um, Peter was driving out demons and doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, and then I think even even they wanted to just be in a shadow, right? People were being healed, you know? And then, no, that's the wrong one. That's an act. Yeah, that's the one. That's after the fact. But even, even oh, even oh, but then that is that one. From the death, right? That is that one too, yeah. But then here, a chapter or two later, Paul's rebuking him publicly. Or, yeah, Paul's rebuking him publicly in, in Antioch. Yeah. Because he's a hypocrite and causing other people to be hypocrites. Yeah. You know, it's it's we're not perfect. Yeah. But it's God's time and the time we spend with him and the time he empowers us and that's what's important about it, being yeah. with him. Amen. That's a even Peter, of book. Even Peter was fooled after those things. I mean he was in, in jail and, and the jail shook and his chains fell off and he walked out of the jail. <laughs> I mean just Right, all these things, and then and then he has to be rebuked publicly because it's hypocrisy, yeah. you know, and he's causing his brothers to stumble. Um, same thing happened when Jesus, he's just confessed Christ. Yeah, you're, you're the, the Lord. Christ. You're the Christ. You Amen. You're the Son of God. And a, cha a, a a paragraph later, he's get thee behind me, Satan. You know, that's the beauty of this book too. It doesn't. It doesn't whitewash this. It doesn't leave it out. It doesn't show that just because these guys walked with him, they walk on water and they're perfect. They're still human. They all fall. All throughout it, we see, you know, uh, chosen people, Moses, um, David, um, you know. Jonah. Jonah. They, they fall. They fall. They struggle. Same as we do. Uh, the Bible tells us Elijah is a man just like us. Just yet, like us. And yet he said for it not to rain for three and a half years, and it didn't rain. And then he prayed again, and it rained. Mm -hmm. And he's still just a man just like us. Just oh. like us. Which means we need to pray for snow. <laughs> I don't want any snow. Yeah. Lord. You, okay, I'll pray for snow in Big Bear, because that's where you're going to go. Is that where we are? We're supposed to get snow. Yeah, I think we should be gone soon. It's, it's quarter been, till. Get your prayers in. Well, it's been the high Get your prayers in. Hi, Malin. When I left, already said that. I think we're gonna get one, but not like we had. Like not like. I hope so. I hope we get that. Too hot. Because of the. I hope you get that. And then I'm up there with you. Because that'd be sick. That's what they said. Two big storms. They stuck it. Back to tax. Hi, Tito. Let's see what happens. Tito says, brothers, although are, uh, brothers, although are good examples, let's cut the gossip in his love. <laughs> oh, Amen. man. What was the gossip? When we went off track. What? It's not really gossip, it was just talking. Yeah. It was a little bit ago, too. We needed a play. Sorry, Tito. Anyways, that's good. But it is beautiful that we know um, the, the, the wicked from the righteous. And we're not righteous, only Christ is righteous. But when we accept him and have him, we are covered by his righteousness. And then we come now because of him, not because of anything we did. But because of what he did. But we can be 
We can be, we, we call, we're called the children of God. We're called his chosen people. We're adopted in, grafted in. And the Bible says it many different ways, but it's all, it all says the same thing. We are now heirs and co-heirs with Christ. Inheriting, we get that inheritance. You know, that's, that's to live with God and, and to be free from these things. You made the two one. What a beautiful day, you know, the day, the day we get to be with Him, the day we are free from all the fears, all the anxiety, all the cares and worries, all the torment and struggles we see. We're free from that. But right now, we can live in that. Jesus gives us the power. We just got to call on Him. When, when fear comes, when anxiety comes, when pressure comes, when difficult circumstances, we just turn to Christ and He carries us through. You know what? It's a whole lot easier. The, tr- the problem doesn't go away. He just carries us through it. Mm-hmm. He didn't put out the fiery furnace, but He was there with them walking in it. It's just beautiful. He, wa- he wants to be with us. And he wants, to, he wants to be with us as we share him with the world. That's why we're still here. That's our purpose. Back to Mark. Faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. All right, verse 14. Now King Herod heard of him, for his name had become well known. And he said, John the Baptist is risen from the dead, and therefore these powers are at work in him. Others said, it is Elijah. And others said, it is the prophet, or like one of the prophets. But when Herod heard, he said, this is John whom I beheaded. He has been raised from the dead, for Herod himself had sent and laid hold of John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For he married her, because John had said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Therefore Herodias held it against him and wanted to kill him. But she could not, for Herod feared John, knowing that he was just a holy... he was. He was a just and holy man, and he protected him. And when he heard him, he did many things and heard him gladly. Then an opportune day came when Herod on his birthday gave a feast for his nobles, the high officers and the chief men of Galilee. And when Herodias' daughter herself came and danced and pleased Herod, and those who sat with him, the king said to the girl, Ask me whatever you want, and I will give it to you. He also swore to her, Whatever you ask me, I will give you up to half my kingdom. So she went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask? And he said, The head of John the Baptist. Immediately she came in with haste to the king and asked, saying, I want you to give me the at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter, and the king was exceedingly sorry, yet because of the oaths and because of those who sat with him, he did not want to refuse her. Immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded his head to be brought, 
and he went and beheaded him in prison, brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard of it, they came and took away his corpse and laid it in, in a tomb. Uh huh. What a wicked woman she is. Well, okay, who this woman? John, John the Baptist? Or no, the, the woman. woman. <laughs> the woman Sorry. that was John the Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Herodias. You know Philippians, the book of Philippians? That was Philip. Uh, his brother and uh, their dad gave him that land right. and um, he had a wife and, and Herod wanted his brother's wife and took her and married her. You can just see that? Yeah. Well, this is Philippi. Philippi. Philippi was named, named after Philip, Herod's mm-hmm. brother. Yeah. And who was the woman? It was like Philip's, I forget his full name, but it was a long name. It, it was his wife. His brother's wife. And Herodias' daughter danced for Yeah. Him? So his own daughter danced for him? No. No. His brother's daughter. His, brother. his niece. And, he, and she danced in a way you don't dance. Unless you're trying to... <laughs> you understand? Which the whole thing... The whole thing is, the whole thing is wrong. Yeah. The whole thing is wrong. You know? Yeah. And that's... that's and the mother is... Can you imagine the the only thing? I, <laughs> it's pretty weird. Okay, huh? you ready? That's why John the Baptist was so like loud about it because he held such a high office and it was a religious high office. Because it was wrong. Yeah, he wasn't actually. A king. But but who was the mother? Oh. How was the mother like in relation? The, the mother, mother was. The mother was uh, Philip's wife, and then she was now with Philip's brother Herod. So yeah. she left Philip. Herod and, and Herodias. Went, went with Herod. So the lady's name was Herodias. And John was saying, you shouldn't be telling her, you shouldn't be having her. That's your brother's wife. You oh, so be. she wanted John the Baptist killed too? Yeah, because he was talking Because it was brought to light of what they were doing. They, she, they, yeah. It's like she saying, hey, you're doing this. Why would she, she, be wrong? she have, yeah. like, Did she have any like saying if she can get married to it or not? I, well, I just said that. She had to be involved. Like She had to have seduced him yeah. to start with. Or otherwise, she, why would she even be upset about but it? There was Maybe a cat right here. Mm-hmm. Okay? There was a cat. Just, I think That's why you don't make oaths. Mm-hmm. And think why about this, oaths? too. It's like a swear. I swear to you, I will give you anything you want. Think about this too. How bad, how, think about how bad this persecution was, okay? To shut down the word of God. Yeah. She could have had up to half his kingdom, anything she asked. Yeah. And all she wanted was some guy's head. I think it was a, I think it was a, like, I see a spiritual battle. I would ask for San Bernardino. I think oh, yeah. what it was is God. Not so God, God you know what I mean? The circumstances right? that he was put in was a clear choice of whether he's going to choose to follow God or he's going to choose to do his yeah. own thing. Yeah. And he chose. And he clearly God. chose because what was going on was more than just wicked. Yeah. It was like disgusting. And, you even, know? and even John's conviction, John knew 
John knew, and John spoke up. He knew what was going to happen to him, and he spoke up about it. He wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna let it be swept on the Oh, he said it. Well, that's what. That's the reason why he had to kill him because there was other high officials with him. Because he said an oath. John was in prison, so that because 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 he was confronting Herod, Herod didn't want to be confronted. But he was still protecting him because mm -hmm. he knew he was a holy man. Yeah. He but he dead. still imprisoned him to shut mm -hmm. him up too. And it said he liked Herod liked to go listen to John. Yes, that's what it's saying Herod, right here. Herod went right. and listened to him. So it was just the enemy, the devil, that sin of yeah. that wo the woman. The Bible says it was by our <laughs> the Bible the Bible says it's by our own yeah, selfish desires. Yeah, yeah. The devil may dangle stuff, but it's by our own selfish okay. desires that we fall into. Yeah. Yeah. Women. Oh, that's the women. The, I think that's the point of this whole story, yeah. is it pointed out he was supposed to be seen as a holy man. Yeah. Yeah, if he was if he was really practicing what he was preaching, mm -hmm. he wouldn't have done the things that he did. From mm -hmm. the beginning all the way to the end. Right, and you can hear, you can clearly see that he had a conscience of some sort, yeah, exactly. or he felt sorry for what he had to do because of the oath he made. When yeah. he could have treated. You were saying about being tormented over being possessed, like you have all of these things in front of you, like what's the truth? Being yeah. tormented by his own desires. What I see from it is the most important thing that I see from this is that if you're not living your faith. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be caught in some hard right. rocks. Yes. You know what I mean? Where you're gonna have to make a choice because of your own uh, things. What Matt said earlier. This is an example of this. I mean, right? The stories. He's a holy man, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He wasn't a king. He was just given power by Rome. He was in charge of a province. Oh. Inherent desire. But he called himself king because he wanted to be. Thought he was that. He thought he was all that. Yeah. And, and Herod liked to listen like, to like John. Him. And towards the end, Herod, Herod wanted to hear from Jesus. Um, he was brought. Jesus was brought before Herod um, when uh, at, after at, when he was uh, after he was beaten and after he was before went, Pilate originally. Right? Yeah. After and then, is that where they become friends for the rest of their lives? Yeah. Herod and Pilate. Yeah, because before that they were enemies. Pilate is Pontius Pilate. He was, that was the only thing they did. Yeah. yeah, he was the whole. <laughs> yeah, he was the governor over Jerusalem. The one who lifted his hands at Jesus' death because because he knew it's on your it's on your hands. His wife told him. There was uh, there was nothing you could see that because you same with us. Well, that was also another thing was uh, his wife told him. Don't be involved with this, because this man is innocent. Because she had a dream where she was tormented. It talks about it, I believe. Was it Matthew that it talks about it? Yeah, it says that she had a dream and was tormented. But you know what the thing about this whole thing, you guys, and I try to say it all the time, is try to live your life without regret. Yeah. You, know, you can only do that in Christ, but try to do it because... Like, like, if there's going to be a problem in a relationship, don't let it be yours. You know what I mean? Like, I have people that don't talk to me, but not because of anything I did or said. It's, you know, I, 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 I'm guilty of loving them, but they're in the world and they don't give a hell. But the fact is, is that um, live it without regret. And if you do say something, own up to it. Own up to it and also tell the truth. 
Yeah, own up to it. Yeah, own up to it. Make sure it's always the truth, you know. And, and, the truth shall set you free. I mean, you're going to have to answer to it either way. You yeah. know, you can do it right then and there, you can do it later. It's it's without regret, because you're gonna, cause you'll spend the, he spent the rest of his life regretting that mistake. And that mistake probably tormented him the rest of his life, and even made bad decisions in his life, and everything else because of it. <laughs> Stuck with him. Yeah. You know, unless he surrendered it to Christ, but... But just yeah, we'll find out later. But as far as like it relating to us, as far as it relating to us, do it without regret. Do it without regret. Yeah. No, that's one of the things too. Like, like Herod made an oath and he was sorry about it. Um, but something reminded of as a parent, you never, never threaten your kids with something that you're not prepared to. You gotta follow act through. On. You gotta act on. Because otherwise, they're not gonna respect you. They're not gonna, you know. But but don't say something. You know, don't say something horrible that you that, think you that, have to accomplish that you yeah. do not want to ever do to your children. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever. Don't ever. Think. Choose your words wisely. You know, and I'm sure Herod that day was regretting it. He regretted it. He didn't want to do that. Because just by him knowing that he was a holy man and that he was good, just by that, I can't even, what he was, like he said, he regretted what he was going through. Emotion, you know, he was just like, what did I do? I mean, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure, you know, what did I do? Oh, why did I make yeah. that old? How a torment he was. Yeah. Rejection, tormented. Your word, your word Everything. has to be your word in life. Your word has to be your word because that's all you have. So if you tell someone you're going to do something, you need to do it. You need to do if it. If you yeah. tell someone this or that, you need to stand behind it. And so choose your word. Choose your word twice. Don't just, don't just throw things out there. Blah, blah. Choose your word. James says it's like a, a spark in the forest. Yeah. The tongue. The tongue is like a spark in the forest. Forest down to the ground. It's just best just to... No man containment. So a little bitty oar steers the whole ship. I get that. No man contain the man. Good man. I get the look too, but sometimes I think I'm right. Kathy's asking for prayer for um, her cousin Joanne and the family for their loss. Pray for Joanne's health. Um, she's not well, and she's asking for her she could find a way to go down and help take some burdens and straps off of them. What? For me. For you? Uh, continue to grow and give it all to the Lord. God will take care of the rest. You can take care of my household. God bless you too, Tito. Do you remember we were talking about something you just said that hit me? And we were just talking about um, knowing the Lord, being in our word. You know, we have to fight for that. Yes, we have to fight for it every day. You want to fight for it, you lose.
your sister Mary Jane. And put in a prayer for my nephew. He's back in the hospital and I see him. Mm -hmm. Keep Donald on there. I saw his mom today and she wasn't doing good. Um, just for some strength to, to keep this, uh, keep fighting this uh, cigarette habit I'm trying to kick. It's really, really difficult. So, yeah. You should change to a bed or something for a couple of weeks. Then <laughs> That's actually what Matt ended up doing. Locked himself into a room or something. That's how you quit smoking. That's how you quit everything. My advice. My advice is there's no cutting down, there's no you just have to quit. cold turkey, and you got to get it in your mind. I am a non-smoker. Yeah. I, I've been there, I've done that. But and and actually, the, the better thing is every time you have yeah, an urge, read the Bible. Every time okay. you have an urge, pray. Every time you have an urge, sing a, sing a praise song. Just okay. turn it to God and ask Him. Take this so hard for me to go have faith. I don't do that. If anybody else, I've never. Seen <laughs> I've been. Uh, I, I get to that when, like, just today, I would say, like, instead of, like, oh, I should go out and smoke or whatever, just pick up my Bible, you know, and start praying and stuff like that. And most of the time, it's more or less just like that mental battle, you know, yeah. going back and forth, like, oh. Well, should I go do that or should I not? And that's just yeah. So I'm trying to cut out, I guess that that middleman thought process and right. go straight to the Bible. You know, so. They said in the '90s when I they did a study I read when I was trying to quit that um, after the first three days it's all mental. Yeah. Well, the first three days is like physical, like uh, you know, but after that it's all mental. So and it's it's rough. It's, yeah. They say it's as hard as heroin to kick. Crazy mm. cigarettes are that yeah. I had a worse time than yeah. well, You weren't really a smoker though. I have a pack and a half a day. Well, your father gave it. But alcohol is worse. Smoking That's funny. That's a chimney. It's just, it's just because I liked it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I quit. It's true though. It went yeah. $2 a pack. The cigarettes, when I started getting nauseous after having them, I know you ain't doing that no more. So that was making me feel good. That $13 million bid's up. Forget this. Again, so it's due on the 10th. So. Can't even imagine $10. Because a couple more contractors in this time, so. <laughs> yeah, because now they're all out of vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a good job. <laughs> oh, I could Oh, yeah, for Terry. You guys are crazy. For us now, she has a job. And for some snow. Oh, nice. That's the last time I'm having a good one. So, shall we first? Last. Shall we first? Or shall we last? Alright, really pray on the heart on the last one, okay, guys? What was it? We'll get there when we get there. Snow. 
It used to mean something, you know. Like, like I hydro society. Someone, if you shook someone's hand, it was done. You didn't need a contract or anything. But now it's like they're looking for re reading that thing, fine print, looking for anything to try to break it. The contract. Yeah. Really? Like I think I shook your hand. No, not that. I don't believe in my hand anymore. Now, like, let me have the contract, please. Can I read the contract? Yeah, find a way out. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Someone pulled through. Getting left. Megan, do you Let's pray, you guys. All right. All right, dear Heavenly Father, just, Lord, thank you for this study. Thank you for all the different areas we went. We, we thank you for everything you do, Lord, and all the provisions that you have for us and the things you're doing in this church, Lord, and the leaders and then the different families that you're bringing, Lord. We just ask that you would continue to work, continue to bring more people and continue to work in the leaders to grow up other leaders and to grow up a more faithful leaders and just help us all entirely, Lord. Just have your leadership over this church, Lord. Be with the people in the church and out of the church, Lord. We ask your hand over Memo and his family, Lord. Just be with him, be, strengthen him, and give his family strength to get through this time, Lord, to um, have the patience and understanding with Memo and also help um, others in his family that are sick or hurting, Lord. We just ask that you would just heal his family and him entirely lord we ask that you would have your hand over um joanne and the whole family situation that just happened lord and be with the family over the loss help them to have peace over it and comfort and lord we ask that you would also have your hand over joanne's health lord just we ask that you would just be with her and help heal her lord and be with the family Bring him back to you and have your hand just over the entire family in the situation that they're in, Lord. And Lord, we also ask that you would help my mom to find a way down there, Lord, to help and you know where her heart is. And it's a blessing to have people with that type of heart, Lord, because when something happens, they're immediately there wanting to help. They want to do something other than just stand back. And we thank you for that, Lord. And we ask that you would um, provide a way for her, Lord. Just provide a, provide a way for her to get down there and help, Lord. And Lord, we ask that you would have your hand over Mary Jane, Lord, and heal her and um, Leah, Lord, because both of them are here and both of them are sick, Lord. And we just ask that you would be with them and Stephen's son, Lord. I was talking to him earlier. Just remove the sickness, Lord. It seems to be going around and everyone getting it, Lord. And we just ask that you would remove it, Lord. Remove it from the people, remove it from their health, and heal them all, Lord. Have your hand over them, Lord. We ask your hand over uh, Matt's health and household, Lord. Just be with him and strengthen him. Continue having him be a spiritual leader of this church, Lord, and along with Memo, Lord. We just ask that you would continue being with them and leading them and guiding them, Lord. We ask your hand over Jackie and and Orlando, Lord, just uh, be with them both. Help them to continue to grow in faith with you and 
one another, Lord. And help Orlando with his health, Lord, and Jackie with her health, Lord. Just be with them both, Lord, entirely. Have your coverage over that household. And everything you're doing, we ask that you would continue doing it, Lord. And just help them to continue seeing your hand move every single day, Lord. And we thank you for the blessings that you've already bestowed upon them, Lord. We ask that you would have your hand over Allie and her baby, Lord, and just be with her, Lord. Heal her, Lord, and take away the sickness, Lord, and keep the baby healthy, Lord, and strong, and help Allie just to have a good pregnancy, Lord. And Lord, we have your we ask your hand over Tony and her goals and um, her wanting to be a better sister and. Just we ask that you would continue growing her, Lord. Continue growing her in faith so when she leaves this place to, when she goes home to take home that faith she found, Lord. We do ask that you would just continue to grow her, continue to help her accomplish those goals she set forth, Lord. And we ask that you would help her with growing a better connection with her sister and being nicer and just the entirety of it, Lord. Just... Help the family, Lord. We ask your hand over Donald and just uh, be with him and his mom, Lord. And have your hand over everything, Lord. We know the family just wants to be going through a tough time, Lord, just hearing these news and back and forth on different things, Lord. And we just ask that you just have your hand over him, Lord. Give him a peace and a comfort, Lord, and have your hand over Donald, Lord, just... We know your timing is perfect in all things, Lord. If it's his time, it's his time. But we also know if it's not his time, that he will be healed, Lord. And we just ask that you would just be with him, Lord. Give him strength. And we do ask for your healing over him, Lord. We ask that you would be with Jerry's nephew, Lord. And just uh, remove him from the ICU. Heal him, Lord. And Remove him to where he doesn't go back, Lord. Help him to stay out of there and to be healthy and do the things he wants to do, Lord, and to grow with you, Lord, to grow closer to you, Lord. We ask your hand over his life, Lord, and over Jerry's family and her life, Lord. Just be with them all, Lord. We ask your hand over Stephen, Lord, and just his strength to overcome this um, addiction, Lord. We just ask that you would remove it from his life, Lord. We were listening to many different things, many different ways of people getting over it, Lord. But each person also has a different way of battling it, Lord, different battles that they go through. Whatever it is, Lord, we just ask that you would give him the strength to accomplish it, Lord. Strength to get over it and that you would remove it from his life, Lord. Ultimately, it's in your hands, Lord. And we ask that he would put it down and leave it there, Lord. We ask that you would have your hand over uh, Jacob's bid coming up, Lord, and that $13 million bid, Lord. And whoever it's supposed to go to, Lord, just we ask that it would be a blessing unto them and that they would do right by it, Lord. And if it goes to Jacob's company, Lord, we ask that you would strengthen them and help them to have the right means to accomplish this and to do right by it, Lord. Just have your hand over the entirety of it, Lord. Just be, have it be a blessing to whoever gets it, Lord. We ask your hand over Terry, Lord. Just bless her with a job. We ask your blessings over her and everything she's going through right now, Lord. Just 
we ask for your blessings over her, Lord, your peace over her life, and just help her to continue to grow closer to you and see your hand moving, Lord. We ask that you would make a way in her life, Lord. And we ask that you would have your hand over my brother, Lord, and the weightless, Lord. Just help him to either get higher up or whatever you have planned, Lord. Just we ask your hand over him, Lord. Just to bring it unto your, your timing and everything being perfect with what you want, Lord. And Lord, last but not least, we ask for snow, Lord. Just make it snow again, Lord. Just on Jacob's house. <laughs> just on Jacob's house, Lord. <laughs> now we ask, we ask for snow, Lord, and we just ask that you would just have your blessing over us, Lord, just to bless us with that time of snow and to have a fun time, not just with each other, but just to have a fun time in the snow, relaxing time. We ask your your hand over us all as we go home, Lord. Just keep us safe and in your care, Lord. In Jesus' name we say, amen. amen. amen.